Hey guys, it's James and Samuel, and we are back for another episode of Down the Rabbit Hole, starting our new monthly topic. Yes, we are starting a new series called America's War on Americans, and basically throughout this series, we are going to be detailing uh, basically the atrocities of the police in relation to the war on drugs and the military in relation to the war on terror and how it is ultimately a war on the American people by the American government. Yeah. So, this week we will be starting out with discussing, you guessed it, the police. Fuck the police. Yes. And I would like to open this with uh, my favorite quote in relation to the prison industrial complex uh, from Huey Freeman in The Boondocks. If you haven't seen the show, go fucking watch it. It's hilarious. But uh, my favorite quote in relation to the prison industrial complex is... The prison industrial complex is a, is a system situated at the intersection of government and private interests. It uses prisons as a, as a solution to social, political, and economic problems. It includes human rights violations, the death penalty, slave labor, policing, courts, media, political prisoners, and the elimination of dissent. Yes. So that is a, a quote from Huey Freeman of the show Boondocks. And it was beautifully said. It was. It's, it's simple. It gets the point across. And this episode, we're really going to kind of go into depth on that. Yeah. Because he, he says all of that, yes, but we want, we want substance. Yeah, so the police are basically the, gov the direct government cronies for basically being the boots on the ground within the you know, domestic America. They are the standing army that is used to keep people in line to, and to eliminate uh, dissent. And they, they say, left and right, they say, I don't make the laws, I just enforce them. I'm just doing my job. Just doing my job. I, I'm taking orders. Okay. You don't make the laws. You just voluntarily sign up to engage in the violence required to prop these laws up. Yeah, and that's the thing. When, when somebody says there ought to be a law, what they're actually saying is, I want my idea to be backed up by the government gun. And yeah. if you disagree with my idea and go against it, well, you'll either be thrown in a cage, and if you resist that, you'll be killed. Yeah. So, police are not good people by any fucking means. People... No, just in inherently, as a part of the job, you're not a good person. Yeah. Like, there's no such thing as a good cop. Yes, you can have good people that decide to sign up to be a cop, but there is no such thing as a good cop. No, they, they sign up willingly to be order followers, and order followers are some of the most disgusting people throughout all of human history. Yeah, it wasn't... Hitler himself did not kill six million Jews and five million Gentiles. He, it was the order followers. He Every gave the orders, time. and people followed. When it comes to people like Mao and Stalin... They they did not go out there and throw people in gulags and slaughter people, you know, in the streets. It was their order followers. Yeah. And the police sign up to be order followers. They have so little moral guidance in their life that they need someone to tell them what to do. Yeah. And they feel justified in doing this because, well, if you do the things that we tell you not to do, you're clearly an immoral person who is a criminal just doing bad stuff. No. Just doing something, even though someone tells you not to do it, doesn't make you bad. It makes you independent. Yeah. Now, yeah, murder is wrong, rape is wrong, theft is wrong, but the government does that on a daily basis more often than any citizen they've ever policed. Oh, definitely. But if you do it, you're wrong. 
you're a bad yeah, person if you do it. It reminds me of a little meme. It was like a chart that I saw, and it was uh, when the government does it versus when civilians do it. And it was simple things like a no-knock raid. It's called a no-knock raid when the government does it. It's called breaking and entering when a civilian does it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's absurd how the government basically holds themselves to this different standard. Not a higher standard, a much lower standard, in fact. Because they allow themselves, like, even you can look at things like MKUltra, which we just got done covering... You know, they they do whatever the fuck they want, regardless of how atrocious, regardless of the human rights violations, they do it, even if it's illegal. Yeah. Shit, like, MKUltra, most, illegal. if not all of that entire program, was illegal. They did it anyways, and nobody faced throw, consequences. Throw all of your normal law-abiding concepts out the window. Here's a chance to raise Mary Hell. Yeah. As quoted by Dr. Lovell, who was directly in MKUltra. Yeah. They, they hired some pieces of shit for that. But um, that's the thing about it, is they hold themselves to a lower standard. They feel that they are exempt from things that us normal people are not exempt from. Yeah. They, they feel like because they are the government that they are supposed to be this entity that doesn't have to abide by the laws that it passes. Yeah, and there are plenty of examples to look at, especially when it comes to the police, of things happening and them just getting away scot-free. Like just in this last uh, week in Anjo, we covered the incident with Salvador Sanchez, who was an off-duty LAPD officer, who shot and killed a man with schizophrenia. And in the, like he shot the man four times in the back, also shot his father in the back, and shot his mother in the stomach. And no, no, no charges, no consequences, like no assault with a deadly weapon on the two parents that didn't do anything wrong. Um, no consequences for the fact that he shot his assailant in the back when he was no longer a threat. Yeah. Like, you, it's, it's a little thing called... There, there's only one race privilege in this country, and that's blue privilege. Exactly. It is the, the privilege that is backed by the government gun, by the corrupt judicial system. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? They're the police. What are you going to do? Call the cops on the cops? <laughs> let's, let's see how that goes. No, they, the cops have the ultimate bro code. Like, Oh, my God. They could see a fellow officer beat, rape, and mug somebody, and it's like... Oh, and they'll jump in and help. Yeah, they'll jump in and help... Like, they'll, they'll pull out their batons, start beating the victim, and say, stop resisting. Now, there's... People try to say that there are allegedly good cops out there. There are bad cops, which are the ones that, you know, ultimately go against crimes against humanity. They, they go absolutely against all morals and ethics and just hurt people mm -hmm. outright, whether it's... Uh, beating them, raping them, stealing their shit, killing them, whatever. They do all kinds of crimes against humanity. Those are obviously bad fucking cops. And then people try and say there are good cops. Okay, what good cops are you talking about? What cops are out there stopping bad cops? Because here's the thing. If you actually do find a good cop... It's because they're trying to expose the corruption of the bad cops, and it usually results in them being terminated. Like, uh, what was his name? Officer Dorner? Was Dor Dorner? Yeah, he was a former... Was that why he got fired? Yeah. Yeah, he was trying he, to expose he, corruption, and he got fired. He was trying to expose corruption, got fired, and then, fuck it, went on a rampage and started targeting known corrupt cops. <laughs> 
and they tried to paint him as a criminal, a bad a domestic person. terrorist. Yeah, they were trying to make him up to be this horrible person. No, he's tired of government. He's tired of police corruption, specifically mm-hmm. police corruption, and he wanted to do something about it, even if it resulted in his death, and it did. He at least took a couple officers down with him. Props to the guy. <laughs> but you don't see stuff about good cops because every time an an actual good cop comes up, they paint him as a criminal. Yeah, or they just outright silently terminate them yeah. and get them out of the force. <clears throat> but the, you can also look at it from the perspective of the reason there are no good cops is because you have to look at what they intrinsically have to do. When you become a police officer, you have to swear an oath that you will up, uphold and enforce every single law. Any of them. This all of them. Includes, does not matter. This includes ones in line with natural law. And it also includes ones that go against natural law that are inherently immoral and wicked. They swear an oath to enforce those laws. Knowingly. That alone is enough to say you are not a good cop. They know that these that several laws are unjust, immoral, and, and manifestly cruel and wicked. And, and they sign up for it anyway, and they swear an oath to enforce these bad laws. And then when they enforce them and get criticized for it, they just pull the old... I'm just doing my job. It's the law. I don't make the laws. It's like, yeah, but you can choose which ones you enforce, though, can't you? They they normally do. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can make that, that conscious decision. But the thing about the police, they're not here to serve and protect. It's actually been ruled that the police are not here to serve and protect. Yeah, it's they have been no ruled obligation. by Supreme Courts. Their only objective is to enforce the law, not to protect you. So when conservatives and boomers and liberals all come at you with that well when you when you're in trouble just call a crackhead it's like well here's the thing the police aren't even here to defend you in the first place they're not showing up to protect you they're showing up to enforce the law they don't give a fuck you can just look at the uh, other parkland shooting and how the broward county officer who was supposed to be there to allegedly protect the students just sat outside and waited didn't do anything. Yeah, he, he a feared fucking coward. He feared for his life, so instead of going in there to do anything heroic at all, which everyone tries to say police are heroes, really now, because a hero would have gone in there towards the gunfire to stop an active shooter. That's mm-hmm. that's heroism. This coward sat outside listening to children getting shot and waited the whole thing out. Yep, just didn't do anything. Like, why? Because he feared for his life. Okay, what about those kids in there? Don't you think maybe they fear for their lives? Mm-hmm. Do something. Well, that just kind of goes to show that cops are just egomaniacs that don't give a fuck about civilians. I mean, hell, in academy training, like I have heard from people that were that went through the academy training to be cops and dropped out of it. You know, in the academy, they train you to look at the the civilian populace as the enemy, as people that Easily. are out to get you. They they keep on putting up this whole war on cops thing. No, 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 no. If there was a, <laughs> if there was a war on cops, you 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 would fucking know. Like it, the cops it wouldn't, wouldn't stand last a chance. Long. No, there's only like what a million cops. We, in, yeah, in they the, are outnumbered three hundred to one in the United States. Easily. Like, unless, if everyone was to turn on the cops, each cop would have to kill at least 300 people. Not happening. That's not happening. No, if there was a war on cops, it would be very blatant, very obvious. There is no war on cops. Cops just don't like being criticized for the shit that they do. Yeah, there should be a war on cops, though. I mean, I'm all for it. Let's boogaloo, baby. Yes. <laughs> boogaloo. <laughs> but one of the biggest um, goals of police officers 
is to fuel the prison industrial complex. And that is to gain basically taxpayer money towards private prisons. It is also to gain slave labor for the government to because, be able to do public war, uh, public projects. Because the 13th Amendment, while it did allegedly outlaw slavery, it made an exception for uh, Criminals. Pr- prison sentencing. Yep. So it literally is sla- like it, it. You can read the 13th Amendment and it says that slavery and forced servitude or forced labor, I believe, is outlawed unless for criminals who have been duly prosecuted and all that fun stuff. So it basically acknowledges, yes, this is a form of slavery, but they're a criminal, so it's okay. Yeah, criminals aren't people. So So we'll just make all kinds of laws to turn anyone into a criminal. So floral incandescent porpoises, it is slave labor. They are slaves. Prisoners are slaves. And the whole reason they want them is because they can pay them two cents a day or two cents an hour, whatever. If it may you're be. lucky. If you're lucky, to basically go out and do public projects, you know, maybe like you're maybe you're digging ditches or breaking gravel, cleaning up litter, stamping license plates, like. Yeah. And the they say that it's voluntary, but when you have this coercive. Um, hold on the individual it's like yeah sure you don't you don't have to do this for us but if you don't you're gonna be in here a lot longer and we're not gonna look at you at a very positive light i mean you can kind of look at it as uh the roman catholic church you don't have to convert to roman catholicism but if you don't we'll kill you (laughs) you better let me save you from the things that i will do to you if you don't let me save you (laughs) It's effectively what it is. You you don't have to do it by any means, but you're going to be miserable, and we're going to be the ones making you miserable if you don't do it. Yeah. You have the option, but you're not going to like it. Yeah, and it brings in... I mean, it doesn't bring in money. What it, it brings in money for the private sector, but it saves money for the government doing public works. Yeah. Basically forcing these prisoners, like, or co- uh, should I say coercing these prisoners to go out and work well, for minimal pay. Well, they're rehabilitating these prisoners to have practical uh, job security and possible jobs yes, to get out. I, like, I'm going to get into the license plate stamping business or yeah. the ditch digging business yeah. when I... When I get hey, out, ditch diggers have good have good security though. How many people you see out there jumping to be a ditch digger? <laughs> I mean, there's it's there's not a lot of them. It's done by machinery. You, now. you get a job as a ditch digger, you're pretty much set. No oh, one is competing. Boy. for Nobody that job. wants that job, <laughs> except them, James, the Mexicans. <gasps> Those are the jobs they're stealing. <laughs> they're stealing them from prisoners. <laughs> Boomers both denounce and incur, or, uh, denounce and praise prisoners at the same time as through the conjoined effort of denouncing Mexicans. <laughs> oh my gosh. But when it comes to the police in general, you know that a lot of people will look at the atrocities, that will look at the crimes against humanity, the, the violations of your intrinsic human rights, and they'll just basically write it off as, oh, they're just a bad apple. Oh, this is just an, a one-off. This, you know, isn't a big thing. It's just one guy. Okay, <laughs> they're all just one guy. How many How many bad cops does it take before people realize cops are bad? Well, period. that's the thing. 
you know, in, in Huey's little quote there, he mentions that a big part of the prison industrial complex is the media. And the media does all that it can, especially on social media, to basically brainwash people into thinking that cops are there for your own good. Yeah, not true. Tell me, like, sit and think to yourself right now. Is the reason that you don't go out and steal and murder people is do you, do you not do that because it's illegal or do you not do that because you know within yourself that it is wrong and it ultimately will not benefit you or just because you straight up don't have an interest in doing those things yeah you could just not have an interest i literally and, though back uh back in my old job i got into that discussion with a hard conservative mm-hmm. and i told him you know I rape, kill, and steal as much as I want on a daily basis, and that is not at all. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, if if it was if it wasn't illegal, I could kill you if I wanted to. He's like, okay, yeah, you could try. <laughs> do you want to? He's sometimes. I'm like, you could fucking try, old man. I'll kill you first. <laughs> Bring back ye olden days of the wild west where people oh my were two consenting adults could go out into the street and duel we will go outside take 10 paces turn around and shoot i'm all for it let's do this shit <laughs> fuck the police we're settling this like men well and that's the thing when it comes to the police especially in investigations of you know catching a perpetrator um a lot of the time especially considering the backlog considering the lack of an M.O. of random attacks, you know, like, if you just get randomly mugged on the street, how the fuck are they going to find that person? Yeah. Like, they're not. All that they're going to do is they're going to show up about 10 or 15 minutes after the fact, write a report. 10 or 15 minutes? More like three hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, if if you're really unlucky. But with average response time, the 911 being 10 to 15 minutes across the U.S., it's going to be about 10, 15-minute wait time, and then they're going to show up Take a, uh, write a report, send it off, send you on your way, tell you that they will call you if anything comes up, and then you will never hear from them again. They'll never call you. And this is a combination of a lot of things. First, the backlog. Second, how the fuck are you going to find them? Right. Like, this you is a random no attack. This, this isn't a murder. This isn't where, you know, okay, we can, like, we can look at the body, we can examine for hairs and fluids and try to track down who did this. You can't do that with, like, a standard mugging. You can't do that with a standard burglary. The yeah. most you can do with a burglary is get some fingerprints and hope to God you find something. Or, you know, shoot him. If, if, you, if you shoot him while <laughs> well, he's and in that's, there. That's my, that's my point here. Is the police are effectively fucking useless. They are. When it comes to these like smaller crimes. Like, big crimes like murder and rape are not common in comparison to smaller things like petty theft and burglary. So the bigger issue here is typically things like the petty crimes. Those are the more frequent ones, the more common ones. And the police are useless at, you know, basically making sure these things don't happen. The best you could do is defend yourself in that moment. If you can't, they get away. With or without police, they get away. If you do defend yourself in that moment, congratulations, you won. Yeah. But <clears throat> which when brings, it comes... brings me to one of my absolute favorite quotes on this. It is the Sicilian Mafia's Code of Honor. I have it tattooed on my back. Uh, just just the title of it. I don't have the full text. I wish I had the full text, but that shit's expensive and it <laughs> will hurt. That will be a painful tattoo. It is Omerta. It reads, 
Whoever appeals to the law against his fellow man is either a fool or a coward. Whoever cannot take care of himself without that law is both. For a wounded man shall say to his assailant, If I live, I will kill you. If I die, you are forgiven. Such is the rule of honor. <clears throat> Meaning, you're an idiot if you think the law is going to help, and you're, you're practically useless if you rely on the law to help. Mm -hmm. Take care of your damn self. Take care of yourself and Be a look fucking out for your adult. fellow man. Be an like, adult. It's yeah, not that take hard. Take some responsibility. But... And when it comes to the bigger crimes, like the crimes of rape and murder, the violent, like the really violent crimes. Violent back! <laughs> Here's the thing. Even, like, say, post-crime, private investigators could easily fill the, the, the role that police investigators have. And they're often better at it because private investigators are not limited to a lot of the bureaucracy that the police force is. The jurisdictional perimeters. Yeah, like a, a private investigator can go wherever the fuck he pleases. Yeah. And collect information as he pleases. If he wants to take information that was illegally obtained, he can. But the police can't. So private investigators inherently are more... Practical. Practical. They are far more practical. And when it comes to petty crimes, with or without police, the one if, if it wasn't stopped in the act, you're not going to catch who did it. No. You're, you're not. You have to catch the bad guy for the cops. Like, Effectively, yeah. What good are they if you have to do their job for them? Like, and the funny thing just is, get some, rid of people, them. some people do. Some people will take it upon themselves. Some people will hire PIs. And when they do this, the cops try to tell them to stop. <laughs> it's like you're doing they, my job they say that it's because you're oh you're putting yourself in danger no what it is is you're making them look bad yeah it's like oh this make them this, look bad this civilian with not nearly as many resources as us not nearly as much manpower as us is making more headway in this investigation than we are stop you're making us look bad you're making the people think we're useless and this you circles, fucking are and this circles back around to the fact that they do not give a fuck about protecting you or serving you they don't all they, they have give no a fuck obligation. about is their pension. All they give a fuck about is their own life. All they give a fuck about is being able to do whatever the fuck they want with complete impunity to the law. They just want to pad their wallets with stolen money. <clears throat> be it stolen via taxes or stolen outright by civil asset forfeiture. Yeah. They'll, they'll pull you over, search your car, they happen to find a couple thousand dollars. Guess what? They're taking it. Why? Fuck you. Yeah. And you have to prove that you're in your guilt. You are now guilty without charges, and you have to prove yourself innocent to get it back. Yeah, good luck with that. And hope to God they haven't spent it before then. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, you say we took fifty thousand dollars. We only we found... only documented twenty thousand. Well, it was just like <laughs> one of the stories we covered in Nanjo recently, where they like the cops documented they took fifty grand, and in reality they took two hundred and twenty-five. <laughs> yeah. And then we're giving fucking, uh, what was, uh, what's it called? Uh, selective immunity or whatever? I think so. Something like that. That sounds right. But, um, yeah, they were basically said, like, yeah, you can't sue the cops even though they stole all this money from you. Why? Because <laughs> they're cops. And it makes our cops look bad. Don't sue them. So really when it comes down to it, why do we have the police? It's, we've, we've clearly shown it's not to serve and protect. That's, that's not what they're here for. It's not to thwart crime or to follow up on crime. Or even what to is stop it? crime. So, or even stop crime. What is it for? Well, it's to make sure that people stay in line. Yeah. It is for the enforcement of the obedience of the people. 
It's, it's to, to it's to pick out people to become slaves. The new laws get pushed that make things illegal. Mm-hmm. For instance, the vape ban in New York. Yeah. You can look forward to a lot of people who have done nothing but vape. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be violently thrown into prison, and if they resist that arrest, potentially killed. Yeah. Why? Because you dissented. Not because what you did was morally wrong, not because what you did was ethically wrong, not because of what you did harmed another individual. Just simply because you didn't fall in line. You didn't do what they told you to, and now you're a slave. And to that I say, to quote Rage Against the Machine, Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Damn right. <laughs> if if enough people took that stance... Oh my god. ...of looking out for their fellow man, especially in the cases of police brutality and false arrests, and, like, uh, I don't know, defend them when they're being wrongfully attacked... And Stay. adopting the, the idea, just the, the motto, the daily mantra of fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Stay strapped, and if you see somebody get pulled over, don't even worry about what they're pulled over for. <laughs> Shoot the guy that pulled him over. That is a joke for legal reasons. Yes, for legal reasons. That is not a call to action. <laughs> for legal reasons, that is a joke. <laughs> but could, could you imagine? Cops would stop pulling people over. If they, if they realized, well, if, they, if there was an imminent threat whenever they pulled someone over, they would stop pulling people over, at yeah, the very least. Especially if, if, they, if there was, like, actual wide-scale backlash for the enforcement of pointless and arbitrary laws that are simply designed to fuel the prison industrial complex. Yeah, they'd think twice before they pulled that person over for a broken taillight. They'd think twice before they tried like to throw someone in jail for having a vape or or, or for or for a arresting juice. a 6-year-old for yeah. alleged battery. Yeah. What is that bullshit? Now, if you look at the numbers realistically, with people outnumbering police 300 to 1, mm-hmm. we would only even need 1% of people and we'd still outnumber them 3 to 1. Yeah, we would not need very many people. You, you don't have to get everyone on board. Just get one out of a hundred people on board. And that's one of the biggest reasons as to why you only need 25 to 3% of a population to rise up to successfully yeah. overthrow a government. Yeah, because without police, laws are just words on paper. Mm-hmm. And also another article, I'm referencing Anjo a lot. <laughs> uh, in this, just this past uh, episode, we covered um, an opinion piece from the Wall Street Journal where he was saying that the uh, the protests in Hong Kong could start a, basically a domino effect that ends to the, that leads to the topple of the communist regime in China, no doubt. And that's the thing about these types of things: a tiny droplet can create a fucking tsunami. Yeah, you don't. It spreads. You don't sit back and take it when they insist on thrusting it up your ass. You don't mm-hmm. sit back and be a little bitch. You fight back. It's not that yeah. It's not if, that you're you're pushing a ball up a hill. It's that you kicked the ball off the hill and you just watch it roll down and spiral into what it hits, being the government. If if your freedom means so much to you, fight for it. Yeah. If you value being a free person, fight for it to the death. Mm-hmm. Which give me liberty or give me death, as an, the founding fathers said. Another favorite fucking quote. So. I, Basically, when it comes down to, the police are here to keep you in line. They're not here to protect you. Not here to serve you. Not here to... They'll serve you citations. Yeah, they'll serve you citations for revenue generation. (laughs) They are here to extort you, to beat you down, to put the heel of their boot on your throat to make sure that you stay in line. 
That is the only reason they are here. Maybe they were started with good intent when it comes down to the old day, the ye olden day with like you just had like a, uh, what was it called? The constables and whatnot. They were just like, okay, buddy's being violent. Let's throw him in the jail for the night, let him sober up, and then let him go. Yeah. Like back in those days, you know, it wasn't so bad. It wasn't this basically state-sanctioned gang that could do whatever the fuck they want. Because if, if a constable in the town decided to start fucking with people, the town would turn on the constable. It's just one guy. And then he's gone. <laughs> but in today's day and age, you know, the police force has grown so wide scale. There are so many laws that have been passed to protect them from justice. The only reason they're here is to keep you in mind. Yeah. The only reason they're here it's to is to force out, obedience. It's to pick out people to rob, and if they can't rob you, they'll enslave you. Mm-hmm. That's they'll, all they do. They're here to silence dissent and on the homeland. There's so many laws that have been passed that make so many victimless crimes. You don't even have to be a criminal or have any criminal intent, and they will they will drag your name through the mud. They will mm-hmm. label you as a felon, and they'll lock you up and use you as slave labor. Yeah. And the it's a win-win for the government, and they get away with it because as long as they make you look bad, the people are going to support their decision, regardless of the facts of the matter. Yeah, that's part of the brainwashing in the media. But with all that said, I'd say that concludes our first episode in the series of America's uh, America's War on Americans. Yeah. So next week we will be diving in even further into our topic. So don't forget to check out this past week's episode of Weekend Anjo. Don't forget to tune in this coming probably Saturday or Sunday. Probably Saturday. Weekend. Yeah, it'll be. (laughs) Tune in this coming weekend for another episode of Weekend Anjo. And do not forget to tune in next week for another episode of Down the Rabbit Hole, where we will dive further into this actually very interesting topic that we kind of came up like literally kind of by accident it's a five-part series the fifth part is the summary the the two of the parts i came up with and then to the other two parts james was talking about we were just talking about this independently and then it turns out hey they interlink let's talk about this right so this is going to be a fun one for us because we we like the way it just came to be so oh yeah and it'll be it'll it'll admittedly be easier than the conspiracy Uh, series because that required a lot of research these don't really require research we've done a lot of research already throughout our time as anarchists this stuff we know (laughs) we are regurgitating information that we already have locked away in our brains yeah this this topic we know we don't need citations we know what we're talking about exactly so with that said you guys take it easy out there and don't die stay sexy